We are CEOs, executives, educators, and professionals from all sectors of society who support the global expansion of betterment in the world through joy and joyly. I'm your host, Cheryl Lynn, founder of the Chair of Joy Experience. Together, we have developed the World Council of Joy, and our council invites CEOs and innovators from impactful organizations to the Joyly podcast. We showcase how generous, bold, and fully engaged they are in their work and what a culture of joy is to them. So I'm Heidi Ganahl. I'm a CEO and founder of She Factor, a digital and live platform for 20-something young women to help them create a life they love. And I'm best known as an entrepreneur uh, for creating Camp Bow Wow, the country's largest pet care franchise, which I built into a $100 million brand and sold a few years ago. So I was very passionate about dogs. I always loved them and very entrepreneurial. I was always writing up business plans on the back of napkins, as was my first husband. And I was in my early 20s and we had two big dogs that we loved and, and couldn't find a place that was good enough to keep them while we traveled. And about that time, one of the first doggy daycares in the Western United States opened up right next to my dad's business. And my husband and I would go watch and be like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest idea. Uh, I love this, how can we do one of these too? We didn't have any money or resources, but we wrote up a business plan and called it Camp Bow Wow and added lots of bells and whistles to the warehouse that was doggy daycare at that time. And started looking around, but as I said, we didn't have a lot of resources. Landlords thought we were nuts for wanting to put 100 dogs in a building together. And so we didn't get much traction. And in the meantime, my husband for his 25th birthday um, got a surprise gift to go up in a stunt plane and the plane crashed and he died suddenly. Uh, along with the pilot and obviously my life changed dramatically at that point and from there I got a settlement from the plane crash and I ended up messing that up and then um, I got remarried and had a beautiful little daughter out of out of that relationship but ended up getting divorced shortly after and so about six years later I my little brother comes to me and says gosh you are really struggling it's like to get back on track why don't we take out that old business plan for Camp Bow and see if we can't get it going and so I took the last little bit of my savings from the settlement and um, I kept my day job, but on the weekends and evenings, I would take Tori to the dog park, to the park. We didn't have dog parks back then. And we'd hand out milk bones with free day camp coupons for Camp Bow Wow. And it took off and everything went really well and grew. We opened another location and then we started franchising and that went really well too. Interestingly enough, I've done a lot of growth work in my own life and one of my words is joy. I try and find joy in everything that I do, and I try and be very selective about how I spend my time, my treasure, my talents, as they say, on things that bring me joy and bring my family joy. Joy means loving what you do, like waking up every day and jumping out of bed and excited to work on, even if it's a really difficult or dark thing that you're trying to change the world to be a better place. And sometimes it's really tough and hard, but joy is in the work, right? It's in doing the day-to-day -day things that make a difference so that at the end of the day, you can look back and know that you gave it your all and that you did what you needed to do to make the world a better place for your kids and for the other generations around you. And I think by turning outward and helping others, it helps your own soul heal and your heart heal. And so that's kind of been a theme in my life. And something that brings me a lot of joy is helping others and giving back and making the world a better place. I feel very blessed. I've been able to live a life that I've I've loved, I've had a lot of adventure, I've had a lot of ups and downs, but at the end of the day, I feel so passionate about protecting that for our kids and for our country and our state. I'm just super passionate about that. 
I mean, you've really got to find your passion. You've got to dig deep and figure out what makes you tick and what you want to do with your life, with your experience here, and how you want to make a difference in the world. And so I, I would say don't be afraid. Like, try lots of things and experiment. Be playful with it and definitely take risks. But once you find that thing, that passion, then just go all in. And, you know, the money stuff will figure itself out, the job stuff, the having kids stuff, all of it will figure itself out if you're doing what you love every single day. And one of my mentors told me a while back, like, um, you know, how do you navigate life with so many different options and things coming at us and different, you know, things that we need to accomplish every day. And she said, Heidi, what I get from you is that you want to work with cool people on cool projects making a big difference. And I was like, yeah, that's it. And so it may not make sense to somebody from the outside, all the different things I'm working on, but for me, it makes perfect sense, right? But then I got diagnosed with a brain tumor last August, and um, I had had some headaches for a while, and it, was, it wasn't cancer, thank goodness, but I had to have brain surgery um, August 26th of last year. And so getting back on my bike and slowly building up my stamina again and kind of bringing myself back into life and the world, it's kind of been a partner of mine. That sounds silly, but it's pushed me to kind of get back to where I was. And what I've learned is I can't do the hardcore, like drive it for 350 output, but I can go longer and have more stamina and um, kind of at a lower pace. And that's kind of been my theme for life after the brain surgery too, is like, you know, you may not be able to do the big highs and the, and the deep lows, but you can stay steady and you can stay strong and you can stay on pace for whatever you want to do. I'm much healthier now um, because I, I'm much more intuitive about my body and, and my health than I was before. And I'm very conscientious about how to take care of myself because that was very, very scary. And it's, um, it wakes you up to how, again, how short life is. I already knew that from losing my husband early on, but um, it was very personal and very uh, you know, eye-opening to me. Yeah, just having my oldest daughter, Tori, and feeling so much joy and connection. Selling my first franchise for Camp Bow Wow. What an incredible feeling that was to actually have someone who saw the vision and wanted to go on that journey with me. And it, now looking back, seeing what that launched and what it started is really cool to think back to. Just excitement, it's just really excitement. Like both things were just really exciting and like the start of big journeys, right? Being a mom and you know, being an entrepreneur and watching your baby kind of take off, both babies. <laughs> I think in order to find the excitement in life or in what you're doing, you've got to think really big, right? You've got to think so big that you don't get stuck in the weeds. And, and I think that um, being visionary and a big thinker is the way that you kind of jump over all the busyness and the detail of the days that bog you down a bit. So giving yourself some time and space to think about really big things and big accomplishments or big dreams that you have is the way to to drive that excitement and that joy. You know, I just, I know the world is hurting so much right now and I've been through a lot and I've talked a lot about how I got through that. And I think it goes back to my TEDx talk that I did a few years ago. It's like the art of the comeback is to give back. And we've got to teach young people or people of all ages how to turn themselves outward and focus on what's better for all of us as a community, as um, you know, people that are connected and that want the world to be a better place? And how do we get out of the day-to-day -day muck of social media and the negativity and all the, the, just the mean-spirited stuff that's going on and create such a big, bold vision for our future that people can get excited again and feel good again about what's 
coming next and what our kids are going to face. I mean, this chair of joy represents just being calm and still and refocusing your attention on what's really important, right? And we go crazy through the day, fall into bed at night, exhausted, wake up the next morning, do it all over again, and just taking a couple moments a day to be still wherever you are, wherever you are, and pretending that you're in a beautiful white chair of joy. I can't see any downside to that. I think it would change the dynamic of the world. I like to think of the butterfly effect, that movie, and how you know one little shift in one person's approach could shift everything, right? Even just smiling at someone instead of keeping your head down could change that day for somebody. And maybe they do something really big and bold and make a difference in the world that they wouldn't have if they didn't feel that connection for just a second. But, uh, I think that everyone needs a chair of joy and everyone needs a big, bold, exciting idea in their life to focus on to get them out of the muck and just do great things. Um, part of the reason I ran for Regent was because I love being around young people that are just launching into life, whether it's high school or college or you know whatever. Like there's this moment in time where you make a decision and it really shifts things. It's like the movie Sliding Doors where you have these choices and they really can be life-changing, right? Even at 20 years old, um, you may choose to go to this college versus that college. You may not go to college. You may decide to go learn how to code or you may go travel the world. And those decisions at such a young age when you're, you don't have the wisdom and experience that you will have later um, can change everything for you. And so getting to young people right when that shift is happening, I think is really impactful. And boy, if we could sit them all in a chair of joy before they make those decisions, I think they would do things a lot differently than they do typically. I mean, right now in Colorado, the, um, the suicide rate is going through the roof. Um, there was just an article that um, emergency mental health room, or emergency room visits for mental health crisis are up 90% over the last year. And I don't think it's just COVID. I think it's a very dark time and it's, um, it's on us as parents and leaders, community leaders to really shift that and to pay attention to it because it's a crisis. And the way you do that is by turning them outward and focusing them on the idea that they're part of a bigger world. It's not just about them, that they're part of a big community, a big planet of people who care and want to be there for them. And that by, being, by them being there for other people, they can shift that dynamic and really create a life of joy. The idea that you go out and just ask for donations and grants is daunting. It doesn't work so well anymore. So what I'm teaching young entrepreneurs is if you want to you know, be a social entrepreneur, go out and make lots of money because you can invest it back into growing what you're doing and you can spend all that money on whatever you want to, but you don't have the restrictions of um, kind of the model of the old nonprofit. And what you can do is create products and services that make the world a better place because that's that's very valuable too. That's what we do as entrepreneurs. We solve problems. And there's no shame in being a for-profit company because that's how you get resources to actually go out and do other things as well. So I think, um, this may make me cry, but I think our kids need the chair, especially in middle school, high school. It's so heartbreaking to see what's going on right now. And uh, they need all the joy we can give them in their lives. And we need to teach them how to go after joy and find joy for themselves. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.